0: Surf's up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. I'm challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the Surfing Experience and Ability Transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some Joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a... Surfing experience and ability transfer on. What here supposes up, Bussy. The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast we're aware of which bask in the warm technicolor glow of sitcom vigilanteism, which is Batman sixty-seven. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Brady. Today, you're watching season two, episode 35, The Contaminated Cowl. This episode directed by Oscar Rudolph, written by Charles Hoffman, originally airs January 4th, 1967, and features the gloriously weird return of David Wayne as the Mad Hatter. In our one-sentence Wikipedia summary, the Mad Hatter, or Hatter, plans to finally get his hands on Batman's cow and apparently kills the dynamic duo in the attempt. Yeah, I love David Wayne. He's the so Mad Hatter. the The Mad Hatter itself is one of the stupidest ideas for a character ever. And it somehow got stupider this episode, yeah. Yeah, but he does it he's so committed to the part and he does it so well that it like i gotta list the mad hatter as one of my favorite villains even though again the guy's obsessed with hats and if you go back into the archives folks and listen to our pre the previous mad hatter episode you can hear the change where i really want to hate the mad hatter because why does everything have to be about hats and why did this is just like everyone needs a gimmick taken to the stupidest level but (laughs) By the end, I love David Wayne so much. He's so committed that it's, yeah. I was excited. I was very excited to see that we got a Mad Hatter episode today. Mad Hatter extrapolating out the everyone needs a theme thing to the stupidest degree is like the blank from the Dick Tracy movie. It's like everybody has some sort of facial deformity, except that guy, he doesn't have a face.
1: <laughs> yeah. How does he
0: breathe? Huh? <laughs> it's like that dana gould bit about uncle frankenstein Warren Beatty was like through his asshole move on move along go. <laughs> uh, fantastic well we shan't waste any more time we have to get to the hits so yes <laughs> i'll be talking like david Marks the rest of the day <laughs> David Wayne who why did I call him David Marks that's weird I don't know maybe I'll edit that out so you don't sound so stupid Um, or maybe maybe I'll leave it in anyway leave it in it's fine (laughs) all right well we begin the episode in the quaint shopping district of Gotham City like any metropolis it's got a booming empty box district (laughs) <laughs> and so we, with a store that just has a piled up, a store yeah. run by a lady who's clearly just an deranged order. Yeah, Bon Bon's Box Boutique contains empty boxes. That's what she sells. None, none have hats on them or hats, so none yeah. of them are boys turned into boxes from the box factory. They're not crate. They're not, you know, packaged up flats of moving boxes that you buy and you take home and you build and you know it's it's not, not like a store it's just a yeah. hell. it is yeah she's got all kinds of fancy boxes all built set up just stacked up in display form uh is there anything in the box no man. it's a candy dish 90 dollars um, <laughs> my favorite part of this was Mad Hatter comes to buy empty boxes, and yet thinks the idea of this whole thing is so stupid that she says, "Oh, hello! Can I interest you in an empty box?" And he like does like the slow burn blink, and he's like, "Yes, madam, <laughs> this is dumb as hell. Why didn't it I is... just go to the post office?" <laughs> yeah, yes, I'd like lots of empty hat boxes, seven hundred. He's like, "Oh, would you like them delivered?" No, we'll carry them. There's three of us. There's three uh, of us. Uh, we'll each carry 250 of them out the door. <laughs> yeah. There's no... Yeah, and they're all built. It's not like you're... Yeah. That'd be difficult. That'd be awkward. It wouldn't be that heavy, maybe, but it'd be awkward. Yeah. Um, Already like, well... the plan's off to a brilliant start. Yeah. They don't show that a part. the guy that... who's one of his goons who looks like Keith needs to be in a home. Like, he just stares into the middle distance with his mouth hung open the entire time. Yeah, he must be somebody's cousin or something. Yeah. But but yeah, thankfully they don't... (laughs) They don't show us the logistics of the, the getting the hat boxes back to the lair, at least. But this is fun. She's like, okay, will that be cash or charge? And he's like, that's of no concern to me, as I don't intend to pay for them. <laughs> and he, like, zaps her with the, the Mad Hatter eye hat, and then she just collapses. <laughs> that will be no concern to you either, since you'll presumably be in hell. <laughs> yeah, he's great. So... Them, they, don't, they cut away from him carrying out 700 boxes so that Desmond Doomsday can say all the kinds of plants he knows that start with boxes when they cut to Wayne Manor yeah yeah meanwhile at wayne manor through the box hedges and the box yeah it's everything box related yeah it it is exhausting you go from that wonderful david wayne scene to oh for christ's sake just say wayne manor let's go yeah i was really concerned here that this was going to be a box themed episode the way they were carrying i'm like no please not a box and so far uh it's okay. There was only really like the two lines about boxes, and then we get into Wayne Manor, where Professor Overbeck, uh, the head of the Gotham City Atomic Energy Lab, is hanging out, getting a check from Bruce Wayne, and talking strudel with Harriet, to be as clear, the kids say. To be clear, Bruce Wayne is giving away free money to an ex-Nazi scientist who runs the atomic power plant in town. Yeah, that's correct. And he's supporting this, yeah, energy plant. And he's like, this oh, here Wayne, Very nice of you to support our uh, not genetics program. <laughs> Dick like, is like, Gosh. what about a genetics program, sir? <laughs> hey, do you think you could take the bad stuff out of people? You know, chemically, I don't care how or know anything about the feasibility about it, but surely you can force it to happen. Not right now. I'm going to talk strudel with Harriet. So, Harriet, have you ever had strudel? You know that Hitler had some good ideas. Quiet, Dick. Quiet. (laughs) Thankfully, the bat phone rings uh, before Dick tries to hint at what he wants him to use this money for. And I don't just mean the highway system. I mean in terms of, like, yeah, let's go, Dick. Phone's ringing. (laughs) I'm going to need your help here, Dick. So... On the bat phone, of course, it's got to be the Mad Hatter. Who else would steal hat boxes? Warden Crichton has confirmed it. Okay. During a, is this the part where when they're on the phone, or is it when they go to Gordon's office where they talk about how the Mad Hatter escaped? It's at his office, right? They do it here too, and then they do it again while they're at in the office. They don't really comment on it here. They really uh, they dig into the warden in the office, but here on the bat phone, they're just like warden creighton has revealed mad hatter did escape uh he stole home plate during this a, a prison softball game and he took the warden's hat too he was acting as the umpire okay so what happened was again much like the nazi scientist let's just be clear the mad hatter was playing softball at the prison instead of you know being in his cell and Warden Crichton was playing with him, and the Mad Hatter snatched his hat off his head and then ran out of the field like Forrest Gump, going the entire time. Yeah, it's my yeah, favorite right. escape from prison ever. Turns out, you yeah, just start running. Yeah, the Joker didn't need the giant spring. Yeah, that crushed both of his legs. He could have yeah. just run off anytime. Well, anyway, so. <laughs> I got a little concerned here after the after the opening because we get not only did we get atomic batteries to power turbines to speed, we got some extra driving scenes. yeah, so they were pa- starting to pad this out, and I got nervous, yeah. all we got boxes, folks. So uh how about you watch Batman switch through the radio channels? <laughs> That's right. The only crime so far has been stealing hat boxes, although He's we like, did assault I prefer that prefer the monkeys does. to the Beatles because they're on our network. <laughs> yes so now we're in commissioner gordon's office after some extended driving scenes batman's doing his weird arms crossed pondering deal while they're discussing the mad hatter that's so uh, weird it's one of those weird things he does it really stresses the fact that he's a weirdo like i saw the stand-up the other day he was talking about how rude it is that batman just disappears from gordon's talking he really is a strange son of a bitch yeah. Yeah, he is. Although nobody has really emphasized that as well as, as Pete Holmes did when he was doing the Batman for college humor. Cause oh, there was yeah. a scene where he keeps trying to disappear and like sneaking away and getting caught. And like yeah. he's he's the best the second best Batman of all time, I think. It goes <laughs> <laughs> it's Adam West, and then it's Pete Holmes, and then it's everybody else. Yeah. Oh, it's just a clump. Yeah. you can't count Val Kilmer because he didn't know they were filming a movie. That's right. He was just. That was just. He was just being himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do while they're discussing this here. They do take a couple of digs at at the warden, and well deserved digs, uh, I must say. <laughs> yeah, they. He just leaves found... the prison door unlocked to let some air in. Again, I want yeah. to point out they were in the wreck yard. That's right. Uh, there was no guards to stop him because they were in a spin class. Yeah. the uh, yeah, And they mention here, so he, he hasn't really done it. Well, he stole Warden Crichton's cap and he stole uh, home plate, but they found home plate. He left that behind between the ball diamonds and the tennis courts before he escaped the prison. Between the ball well, diamond and the tennis courts. Yeah. So they're, this is where they're uh, starting to question some of uh, Warden Crichton's <laughs> Reform all, policies. All of Gotham's craziest villains are hosted at the swanky Gotham Prison. Yeah, well, this is why he needs to take a nap every afternoon with like yeah. a nightcap and and like a sleep mask and everything. Not a number he's, of activities today, and I'm quite bushed. Yeah, he's tired from he's t- tired from umpiring a baseball game. <laughs> I did like how commissioner gordon has to have his speech about how how hot he thinks batman is and he's like yeah. i dread to think about what gotham city was like before he came along and then O'Hara's like it was terrible i tell you it was every day <laughs> it was blood in the streets it was like the saint, Ma- saint valentine's massacre but five times a day i <laughs> couldn't stop it yeah i like here too robin's like Okay, so where are we going first? To the prison to look for clues, or to the hat store to look for clues? Batman's like, eh, those things already happened. Let's just go back to the cave and try to predict his next move. Yeah, it's hot out. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't want to. Let's just go back to the cave. We don't have the time in the shooting schedule. We already did atomic batteries to power turbines to speed. Let's just go back to the cave and count on the computer for a little bit. It's time to free associate. Yeah. And we'll, actually, they let the computer do that for them, which is fun. We'll get there. First, we go to the defunct Green Derby restaurant. Yeah, in the defunct restaurant district. Yeah. Which is next to the the rundown factory district. I bet it's defunct because there's not a damn thing in it that's green. Well, also that it does not appear to be a restaurant in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, people were like, let's go to the Green Derby. Well, they really completely missed the landing on this decor. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not a restaurant. But I this is a great scene. He's like reminiscing while he's packing up all the hats he's stolen over the years. Yeah. And he's talking to he's talking to his lady. It goes on a while, but it's pretty good. He's so great. He's like, Oh, this hit. I stole this one from a guard for the in the royal family or whatever and he's like, Oh yes. And she's like, Wow. he must have been tricky to get away with that. He's like, Yes, they ordered my execution. And then he like holds up a noose. He's like, I got away with this one. Hardly a <laughs> headpiece, but I am still counting it. Oh, and he's just reminiscing about how he escaped a hanging and how all he the all, times he was nearly killed. Yeah. From stealing all these different hats. So he's like, I stole this one from so-and-so. Huh? And then I almost died here. And he's it's amazing. He does such a good job. And she actually does a pretty good job with this too. I was very happy. Then he talks about this creating scene. a watery grave for Batman and Robin, in a complete, in a complete left turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she does ask him here too. Why, why are you packing up all your hats? And he's like, "Well, I'm tired of hats." And she's like, oh, "What? What's like, your weirdo thing going to be now? Pants? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Go straight? I can't be involved with this. I'm a hat check girl. You're the perfect. I can't." Find another villain, and he's like, "No, no, relax. I still want Batman's cowl. And then I'm going to use hats to steal instead of stealing hats. And but then thing is going to be shoes. <laughs> I got, I've developed a mighty foot fetish. <laughs> um, so yeah, plan is still to steal Batman's cowl, and then he's still going to be a criminal. He's just gonna, I don't know, be different. Yeah. So like they set up in Gordon's office about. Oh, he wants to steal your cow, And Batman's like, there's more to Batman than the cowl. And I was like, does he just have one? Shouldn't he have more than one? Like, there's a good chance that gets torn up, right? You get punched in the face a lot. Shouldn't you have more than one mask? I mean, you have like a billion dollars. Yeah. And it turns out he does, but they're all dirty. That's like, they should have had a scene in that Justice League movie where Flash was like, what's your power? And then Batman's like, I'm rich. And then he's like, and I don't spend it on anything. I'm, I'm weird <laughs> about it. Like, I eat of, eat beans out of a can. I, 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 I'm i very frugal, except when it comes to supporting the Nazis. I don't bathe because that's water <laughs> that gosh, you have to spend money to heat. But I'll give a blank check to an ex-Nazi. I oh, was I was raised okay. yeah I was, I was I was raised by my grandmother who grew up during the depression I she grew up during very the depression fun. and agreed with the Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back in the Bat Cave here, uh, Batman and Robin are, Robin's pulling out suggestions from the Bat Computer, and all it is is just listing off kinds of hats. Like yeah, the some Batman sort of botany really has a virus, it's just saying words with head. Yeah. I think that is it's some sort of botany class, like yeah. when he was doing botany and he was just listing trees that was his botany class. Well, now he's it's like a hat botany class, but and Batman's like, You're right, there's something wrong with this computer. Time to turn on the accelerated concentration switch, which and is he goes Batman over and just banging on it. Yeah, he pokes some random buttons and then hits it like the fawns. <laughs> then he goes, hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! I can't wait till they go water skiing next season. Yeah. So Jerry's then the computer finally crazy and assume they're all demons. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh so thankfully this works. Hitting the computer like the fawns, it spits out something about the headdress ball headed by Patty Hatfield, the head of the event. At the, the headdress uh, ball, by the way, is what it sounds like. And what it sounds like is the dullest event in the Gotham Social Scene this month. Yeah. But Gotham Social Scene is pretty bad. Like <laughs> Except when it's a charity event and they get a stripper. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. throw some money at a stripper to raise money for the ex-Nazi guy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's it's it's it is. But that's fine. It's in the top hat room of, of a of a fancy hotel. So that's gotta be it. Because Hattie Hatfield, the head of the, the event, has the famous Hatfield Ruby. So that's sounds like something that Matt Hatter would be into for sure. And they pad this scene too. They did, they like they're like, yeah, that's that's pretty much on the nose. And then they yeah. analyze each part of the sentence. Yeah, and then they say, okay, well. That's not till this evening. We've got some time to kill. Let's check our batarangs and bat ropes. Let's go fishing, Nick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because it's a glass hotel, so we want to make sure our ropes are in good condition because we gotta climb a, a sheer glass wall. Okay, great. Then we get a scene where the manager of the hotel where the ball is being held gets a gets a phone call from the Mad Hatter. Who's in he a says, who's dressed like an idiot yeah dressed like an idiot saying the three-tailed pasha of panchagorum is in town and people know what that is uh so yeah
1: oh, no yeah, yeah
0: gibberish got it yeah some gibberish guy from a made-up place is in town <laughs> i don't want to not seem cool so i'll agree yes i'm aware of him Yes, yes. And he's in Gotham City in but he's incognito. He said Incognito. He'd like to remain incognito. May he drop by incognito? And the guy's like, Golly, yeah, that'd be great. That sounds like a wonderful time. Bring him bring yeah. him on. That's, That's right. So the goons are in place as waiters at the at the ball. Uh, the the mall is there as a as a hat check girl. Word spreads around the party. The manager goes and tells Hattie and every so now everyone knows that the Pasha is coming. We get the bat climb up the side of the wall. Thankfully it's a glass glass wall, so they talk about it, but there's no like Santa Claus doesn't pop out or the Easter bunny doesn't pop out. So this whole scene was padded too, and I kept waiting for them to be like, you know, we have a thing and we need a pad for time. We have somebody pop out of the window and scream about being Santa Claus. Why don't we do that? But that doesn't happen here, sadly. It doesn't, but they do pile. yeah. Andy Devine's like just pop out at Santa Claus whenever the plot slows down. <laughs> hey, Batman, Robin, it's your old friend, Santa Claus. Wonderful. Hello, Santa. It's June. It sure is. Getting ready for Christmas in July. Yeah. Yeah. Robin does comment here. Looked like there was a fun party happening on the 62nd floor. And Batman's like, People who live in glass hotels shouldn't throw parties. Yeah, who knows what, what weird voyeurs will be climbing up the side of the building at any given time. Right? So <laughs> then and the... His friend Peeping Tom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, You know Robin's creepy like that, so it's bound to happen. Yes, Robin, I know. You completely stopped climbing and just gawked at them until they called security. Yes, exactly. But now it's too late. The the Pasha has shown up at the party. He talks to his the hat check girl, and he's like, Yeah, I can't give you my hat. The three horsetails show my high rank in the military. He's like, Well, can I take your gloves then? He's like, No, in this glove I have my ruby retriever. But I do like the idea of leaving clothing with a pretty young girl at the door, so I'll institute that when I get back to Panchagorum. Here's my underwear. Enjoy. <laughs> exactly. Did you so this that again with you or just take it off? I just took it off as we were speaking. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So then he wanders over and talks to Hattie Hatfield about a ruby and stuff. Batman and Robin slip in the window and they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna slip in and blend in unnoticed because no one will notice us. Everyone's wearing hats." <laughs> Batman runs over a table. <laughs> he does. He runs into a tray and makes a noise. Oh oh. Duh. And then they duck down behind a table. <laughs> so stupid. Robin's like, "Boy, that assassin training is just on point, huh, Bruce?" <laughs> yeah. So then they're watching all this happen. Again, I love David Wayne. He's fantastic here. The character is stupid, but he's great. He would have been great as any villain. I feel like. I think so too. Yeah. Maybe Let's not the puzzler. That was do a his own makeup idea. design. I'm playing the Joker, but I'm playing him with a large, pointy beard. (laughs) It's okay. Just put makeup on it. You're allowed to have a mustache and be the Joker. Uh, Finally, Batman jumps out from hiding behind the buffet table. He says, don't trust him. That's an imposter. Well, them's fightin' words. That means it's time for a fight. And when it's time for a fight, it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. As previously mentioned, them fightin' words During this hotel bar bludgeoning, we get oof, boff, zap, crash, sock, and kapow. This has been your Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. Robin was a vicious little son of a bitch in this fight. He must have thought that Nazi guy was there and wanted to impress him. (laughs) Probably. My favorite part was... The Mad Hatter throwing bowls of lettuce at people, but like not the <laughs> bowls. He was just like throwing lettuce, holding onto the bowl and like dumping lettuce on people. And they were really selling it like it was doing damage. <laughs> Robin says, no, lettuce, ah, vegetables, I'm a teenager or something. It oh, was great. God, nutrition. Yeah, they were really selling the damage caused by that lettuce, though. It was great. Uh, then at the end of the fight, uh, the table gets knocked over. So then that's the end of the fight. But Mad Hatter throws his hat down and it's shooting fireworks, and then he sprays Batman with a radioactive spray. Right, which in turns his, his cowl. Batman doesn't yeah. immediately go full blown guy from RoboCop and start going. Aah! But he's like, "Oh, my mask turned pink." Yeah, well, because he's got a a bat anti radioactive pellet or something, so he's he's safe, no cancer for him. No, and no concern about it, because they wait until the next morning, apparently, to speed back to the Batcave. They forgot. But they do. There's not a continuity person on this show, so they just go from night to day at random. That's right. They do go back to the cave. Unfortunately, you can't switch cowls because all of your other cowls are in the cleaning machine. I've turned it up to super fast, though, so it should only take a couple more hours. Yeah okay, shouldn't you still take off the radioactive thing? Just Yeah, I don't know why he feels the need to wear it in the cave. Like, you're you're safe here. You're all good. It was I don't weird. know why his mask is pink. I mean, I, I kind of like the look of it, but I don't understand it cool. why it's pink. That's what radioactivity does. It makes everything fun and girly. Yeah. So, I can't wait two hours. You're going to have to turn the cleaner up to super duper instant. Like that's a setting. Why is this? Why are you having this discussion? Why is there a slow set? That was an option, but you weren't just doing that already. Okay. Yeah. Great. So they call the atomic professor there. Uh, Goebbels or whatever his name is. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, so they're going down for a decontamination at the radioactive. Just taking the mask off and throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're sending it in. Like, yeah. hey, could you de- or I'm sure they, they have a nuclear reactor in the cave. you think they'd have some sort of way to decontaminate stuff. Yeah. But regardless, they have a little chat here. Like, I think we've been like, followed. It's the magic of the 20th century. Let's go. Yeah. But we've been followed here. So keep your eyes and your ears open. And there's a whole scene where the Mad Hatter impersonates one of the workers from the lab they zap him comes in batman goes behind a screen takes his cowl off hands it over robin's like wait a minute and goes to attack the mad hatter who's got the cowl and mad hatter kicks him in the shins and that puts him in his place and then they shut the door the entire time Uh, mad hatter's dressed like a beekeeper yeah yeah, in a radioactive beaky pursuit. <laughs> he puts the radioactive mask instead of like a giant crockpot. pot. <laughs> He's like, hoo oh! hoo! Yeah, but it's just a hat box. Yeah. That's how you should know. But Batman comes out and he had another cowl the whole time because of the instant cowl cleaner. So, no problem. What was the point of, of this? You r- ask. Stop asking. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah, don't ask. This is all padding for sure. But let's get in. So, they get into the room to confront Mad Hatter. You think it's going to be another fight, but no, we already blew the fight words budget. So instead, they just grab Batman and Robin and throw them in a box, basically. Yeah, This box them. Stuff be them in a doom. Yeah, it's a fluoroscopic X-ray cabinet, so they're going to be X-rayed to death. This is the death trap. Yep. Yeah, Batman having a radioactive thing on his face is not the death trap, but this is the death trap. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, they they're stuck in an X-ray cabinet. They turn it on. Um, Mad Hatter zaps the the scientist, the Nazi guy there, so he's out. And then, uh, yeah, we get the death trap. This is the end of the episode. And our cliffhanger text says, Is this to be believed? In our scientific age, first Batman's cow radioactivated, and now the Kid Crusaders, fluoroscoped forever. Keep framed. To their framework, whatever that means. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. David Marks, everybody. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Who's it? You can really nail impressions Uh, when no one knows who the hell you're talking about. If if you make up a name, you can't prove me wrong. I have a spot on Joe Hendrickson. (laughs) Who the hell is that? Oh, I think you'll recognize it when you hear it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so that's our episode today. It wasn't bad. David Wayne came yep. back and brought with him yeah. giddy glee about half. He he made the episode. Otherwise, it was just a bunch of filler. Really, not a whole lot happened. But no. David Wayne is fantastic. I watch him literally read a phone book and just like say the names the way he says them. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. And uh, second only maybe to his stunt double, uh, David Marks. Yeah, yeah, it's a stunt yeah. double. He's, <laughs> and much like Batman and Robin stunt doubles, he's a totally different body shape than David Wayne. Yeah, but that's okay. And he's a black fellow. <laughs> and he doesn't sound a ton like him, but a little bit. Yeah, he's, he does an impression. It's not great, but, you know... <laughs> Uh, Well, that does it for another episode of Surf Kings of Gotham. As always, you can follow us on Facebook at Surf Kings of Gotham. We're on YouTube at Surf Kings of Gotham. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Our Show on Shows. And we have OurShowOnShows.com. But why you would is the greatest mystery. Yes. Come and show us your new hat. Yes. Bring your shoes as well in case I decide (laughs) to switch careers midstream. Pictures of your feet. <laughs> Directed by <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Until next time, bye everybody. Bye, Doctor Nick. <laughs> Sir, King of Gotham.